What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chats with the Freak. My name is Emmy, and this week I had the great pleasure and honor of interviewing Joe Bouchard, who is one of the founding members of Blue Oyster Cult and has also established a really solid solo career. Um, this interview has been one of my favorites this year, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. And keep your eyes out for Strange Legends, which is his new record coming out July 31st. And the first single of that is actually out today because this interview was recorded yesterday um, called Forget About Love. And I will be linking that in the description of this podcast. Again, shout out to Joe for being awesome. And it was such a great interview and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, so to get to your question before I started the recording, I, I have an issue with Zoom, and I don't know why. Um, it was kind of a new thing that popped up when the whole pandemic started, and everyone was using it. And I remember the first time I tried to use it, I was just sitting there pressing, like, the permission button to get it to record, and it just was oh, not oh, yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every single time I've tried to use it, it just does not work for me. Well, it, it's strange because there's a little bit of lag and there's a little delay between when people are trying to have a conversation and it's like, you know, they start to talk and there's a little hesitation. So it's, it's not like, it's not like the old phone. I got, I got the landline actually I'm calling you on today. And, uh, so I hope it sounds okay for I, you. Yeah, yeah, you sound great, man. But yeah, I totally agree. The lags on Zoom are so awkward, and you just yeah. sit there, and it's like you're both staring at each other because you're waiting for the audio to finish. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of staring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, like I said, when I was, it was actually on a um, call that Bisto Blanco did since we were talking about Ryan Roxy a little bit yes. earlier. Uh, the I know fan. Yeah, they yeah. were laughing Chuck. at me because I'm trying everything to get it to work, and it was just not working for me. Yeah. Well, um, maybe someday they'll figure out how to fix it, but, you know, right now yeah, it's, it's 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 a kind of a wobbly platform, but everybody's using it. I, I use it like three, four times a week, you know, for for different things. Yeah, it's been a big thing with, um, like, meetings right now with, like, the whole pandemic, obviously. Yeah. Um, yep. Like, different collabs and stuff. I love seeing those little collaborations online, too, where they have, oh, yeah. um, like, different bands. Like, I remember Winger did one, and they kept bringing, like, different musicians on every week, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did some with my brother. We had a lot of fun doing that. We sent uh, some songs off to France for a charity thing, and... And it was like, it was a, really a lot of fun, you know. And he's in his apartment in New York, and I'm in my house in Connecticut. And, you know, we still collaborated. It was just like we were playing in like the old days, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's awesome. So yeah. I want to ask you about um, the solo record you have coming out. It's about a, about a month and a half-ish. Yes. Um, yeah, End it's of almost, July. It's almost out. Yeah, it's yes. another 31st, right? The, the single comes out tomorrow. Now, yes, what does, I did check that out. The video yeah. looked really rad for that from what I saw. That looked really rad. Thanks. I've got, actually, I have more videos that will be coming out in the next couple of weeks. 
I, it's what I basically knowing that I can't get out and tour like I used to. Uh, the only way to get the word out to people is to do your own videos. So, uh, I did a video with Lion Rossi last summer, uh, at the Sweden Rock Festival. And, uh, that's where I really learned how to edit, uh, professional, you know, really professional videos. So I've been doing this video thing for a long time, but it was great to have Ryan on the show. He played about, Half of our set, because we have a band called Blue Coop, which is Dennis Dunaway from the original Alice Cooper, who has played with Ryan many times. But when we knew we were going to uh, Sweden, uh, Dennis said, let's get Ryan to come and sit in with us. And he, and we had a great time. We did an acoustic jam with him the day before we got there, uh, before we played. And, uh, yeah, he's a great musician. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah, for fun. sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They're all great musicians in the Cooper camp, and I've I've been lucky enough to see them a bunch of times. And when they do those um, like spin-off Goon Squad shows, like the night before Alice plays somewhere. Oh I yeah, thought, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, those are so much fun. I photographed those a couple times, and Ryan's so awesome. I, I love him to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. So anyway, yeah, he's he in our live in Sweden video, which uh, which came out really good, getting a lot of. Getting a lot, a lot of views, so. That's cool, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, actually, this kind of leads into a topic that I wasn't going to talk about, but this is kind of interesting. So, there's, um, I've heard a couple different musicians, not really that I've interviewed, but talk to me about how they feel, like, with the digital age, how every song, not every song, but most songs need a video anymore to get people's attention to kind of yeah. listen to it. Like, hey, I have yeah. this video out. Yeah. What what's your kind of thoughts on that? I'm 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 all for it. When back in the Blue Oyster Cult days, we did uh, I think at least five videos for MTV, and you know one of them was extremely popular called "Burning for You," and uh, that was like in the earliest days of the video revolution. Unfortunately, Blue Oyster Cult really was not a video band. We just didn't have a, you know, a good-looking, uh, you know, model type. <laughs> so that that kind of like it does sort of take away from the the fantasy of just listening to the music, you know, and thinking right. about what it is in your head, you know. Uh, but you know, we managed to uh, do okay and. And ever since then, I've been doing videos, you know, so, you know, I left the band in 1986, which was, which was, uh, you know, after 16 years with the band, it was a good run. I figured it was time to do some other things and, uh, and I've done a zillion other things since then, including this new, my sixth solo record. So I'm uh, excited about that. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I do have to say one thing. I have to give one of my friends a quick shout-out. I You were talking about how Blue Oyster Cult wasn't really a video band because of the time period. You guys yes. have such interesting album art. 
And uh, yeah. my friend who's in a band in New York, uh, his name's Core Rogic, he's yeah. a huge fan of you and um, BOC and all that. And he kind of introduced me to a lot. Like, I was familiar musically, but, like, visually with all the album art and stuff, I, yeah. I didn't realize how, like, in-depth it was and how interesting and how colorful all, like, the album art were. We, we really believed that uh, the artwork had to be really great, you know. Um, we, In fact, our first record we had no picture of the band on it it was just the sort of spacey uh, futuristic world and uh you know then we followed up with more sort of science fiction ideas you know and uh luckily when we got to a song like don't fear the reaper you combined our sort of like science fiction uh persona with a love song and uh, forget about it. It's just uh, one of the biggest songs of that era. Yeah, it was pretty. It has a life of its own. So, but you know, we did think that the the, the artwork was really important. Um, I found an artist to do my cover for my solo album, who's just a young kid. He just graduated from high school, but he's just got. He, he just comes up with great ideas and. Is part of that sort of, uh, um, you know, crazy, uh, fantastic artwork that he does. So I had him do not only for the album, but also uh, single art, art. So there's about five or six singles that I'm going to put out uh, through the summer, you know. And, uh, That's great. They'll, hopefully they'll catch on, you know. Um um, you know, uh, I, I, I don't, you know, you, you never know. You never know. But at least I feel like I've got a really strong album at this point. It really reflects where I'm at personally. And, uh, yeah, and I hope the artwork is good, too. Yeah, yeah. No, the artwork for your, uh, for your stuff is fantastic as well. Um, I think it's really – I love the imagery of stuff and not – not just like necessarily with you or Blue Oyster Cult, but in general yeah. with music. I love seeing the different artistry and how people yeah. um, put different images with their music. Like, like you said, sometimes it's like super, like supernatural kind of stuff or yeah. really colorful. With yeah, one of the guys that the did the did the lyrics for my new album is uh, John Shirley, who's a science fiction writer. He's written dozens of books. He wrote the screenplay for The Crow. Um, and, uh, and he writes a lot of songs for Blue Oyster Cult even to this day. So he, uh, said he was a fan. He just sent me an email randomly. I guess he heard some of my solo work. He said he was a fan. I said, well, send me some songs. So a couple of them are on this album and they really, really, uh, really came out great. You know, I love collaborating with people. So, um. And uh, you know he is deep into that sort of cyber, cyber science fiction, kind of invented that, and uh, and uh, a great a great lyric writer. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I did notice that he was on the record and that he had written for BOC before. I was actually going to ask you what it's like working with him, and if you worked with him at all when you were in Blue Oyster Cult. No, actually, they worked with him after I left. Our our manager, our original manager, introduced him to the guys, the, uh, Eric and Buck from Blue Oyster Cult, 
and said this guy could write some lyrics for us. So they've been doing a lot of his music. Well, they haven't done a lot of albums, but they're they're working on one now, and uh, and uh, he's very prolific. And he sings in his own band, and he's got his own solo albums, and he's very very talented. So all he did was just send me here. I got these, and I got this one, and I got that one, and I started reading them. I said, "Wow, these are great." And I did two of the songs with uh, with Blue Coop, with Dennis Dunaway, and my brother, and. Uh, they came out really good, and I got two more coming up on this new album. The 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 one of them is going to be the second single, which will be out in, on July seventeenth, I believe. So I do miss playing live, though. I wish I could come to your town. Where do you live? Um, I actually live uh, near the Pittsburgh area right now, but I was actually oh, yeah. in the middle of moving to New York when the um, pandemic hit. So. Oh. Yeah, wow. I can kind of bounce it around a little bit. But, yeah, I miss seeing everybody live. Because I'm doing oh, I know. We used to play in Pittsburgh so many times. We played big shows in Pittsburgh. Played with Black Sabbath in Pittsburgh, you know. Oh, I'm jealous big, of that. Big arena shows. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I've been there many times for yeah, a lot of different city. shows. Yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh's a great city. Yeah. Um, since you mentioned playing live, is do you have any plans with Blue Coop when all this kind of stuff lifts? I had somebody yeah. ask me to ask you about that. Well, we had we were we were scheduled to do a cruise in back in Sweden. It was great. The money was great. The next thing you know, the pandemic hits. The the, the and, and the gig did not happen. You know, and. uh you know, we were just a couple of days away from from ordering our plane tickets to get to Sweden. Oh wow! Uh, so that so that, but I'm hoping, and I'm knocking on wood, that they're going to do it next year. You know, um, and uh, we were really, you know, so and we've been talking to our agent in Paris, France, and he's. He's working on some different things, maybe in the next year or so. Depends on how things cool out, you know. It's it's going to be weird because people like to go to shows and pack in together. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the fun of it. Yeah, the fun of it being like back-to-back with people. And we, love, and we, we love to see a, a packed house and everybody singing along with our songs. I mean – I've been lucky because I get to do the catalog of Blue Oyster Cult. I get to do a lot of songs from Alice Cooper. I get to do my own solo songs. Uh, I'm just very, uh, very uh, fortunate, and I'm, 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 I'm uh, counting on my fingers and toes to the next day that we could do a show. We're actually looking into these drive-in shows. Yeah, you know, I've been looking at those, and I'm kind of interested to see how that yeah. works. It's yeah, like a drive-in show. It's interesting. Well, there's uh, they're working it out, and they are working it out. Um, so um, you know, maybe outdoors that uh, drive-in situation is going to be in our future. You know. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily hate the concept of it, but I'm just interested to see how it actually, like, yeah. happens, you know? Well, I used to go to the drive-in when I was very young. <laughs> <laughs> We'd pile in the car, 
getting the getting the station wagon in the back. Oh boy. Yeah, those are the days. Those were the days. Piling in all your friends going to the drive in. So well I've been to the drive in once. It was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So you also have um a record thing that you guys are teaming up with with you and your brother. Um, yeah, rock records. What can you tell me about that? Oh, that's we're really excited about that. Well, Albert and I both signed with a manager who uh, negotiated this record deal that I'm uh, under right now. And then his thing was, let's make a custom label just for the Bouchard brothers. So my album is the first album out on Rockheart Records. And my brother's album, which will be out in October, his solo album, which is a, a remake of a famous uh, Blue Oyster Cult album called Imaginos, which he had a big part in. But it was never quite as good as it's going to be. And he just decided he would redo it. So that'll be the second album. And then we have a couple of projects, a live album planned. We have another... Um, album planned after that which would be uh, songs from uh, uh, one of our closest friends who passed away but he wrote hundreds of songs so we're going to do a tribute to uh, to John Cook who uh, wrote, wrote a lot of songs for me and fantastically talented guy but uh, so uh, we, we are planning uh, projects into the future you know it's uh and we have our own uh, business set up to uh to handle it and promote it and I'm learning all kinds of things about <laughs> modern promotion through this deal and my my label uh, so we'll see what happens you know yeah, yeah it seems wood. like a really interesting project and it looks yeah. really cool I'm really yeah. excited I'm excited yeah. for you guys that's really awesome yeah yeah I mean we should have done this years ago, <laughs> but we had other things going on, and now we're 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 just free to do uh, uh, creative projects, you know. And I can work on you know my guitar uh, parts and and uh, harmonies and mixing and all of the sort of technical stuff because I've got the time now. Uh, for years, I was I was maybe stretched too thin. I was playing in five bands at a time, you know. Uh, you know how these, you know, music fanatics. Yeah. And I, I, w- I was bit with the bug really young, really young. I was a rock and roller before the Beatles, <laughs> if you can believe that. You don't talk to old people like me anymore. But uh, but uh, I, I feel very uh, youthful and... and uh, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how the the public responds to this new album. I, I, so far, it's been been fan, the response has been fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely think the music industry is kind of lacking. I don't want to say actual musicians because there's a lot of great musicians out there, and I'm not yeah. knocking at that. You know, but I, I, yeah, I wish there was more good rock. I mean, there's some rock out there. But I find that uh, it's, it lacks originality, you know. Uh, and I hope that uh, that uh, my new album will sound 
you know, have that sort of, oh, yeah, I remember that sound back when they, when everything was new back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're completely right with that. Um, when you, so, I hear some bands that come out now and they have a, I don't want to say vintage rock sound, but that's like, and you can tell that that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, they and they push all exactly the buttons, but uh, maybe it's not uh, as exciting as it could be. Exactly. It doesn't seem like it's very original yeah, to yeah. them. Now, you talk to a lot of metal guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. How do you think the metal scene is doing these days? Um, I I think it kind of falls under the same category as the um as like rock does because yeah. I feel like a lot of artists are trying to they want to be mainstream or they want to be they want to copy somebody mm. and they see if they want to be at that level. Um, yeah. But a lot of the people that I've interviewed do it very originally. If I'm going to be honest, I don't really bring people. I don't interview a lot of people that. I feel are copying somebody. So if I've interviewed somebody that's definitely yeah. not a part of any of them, yeah. um, I feel like everyone that I usually bring on is very original and does very good things. But yeah, a lot of the metal guys, I don't know. It's it's weird because some of the I'll be at a show and it'll be somebody opening and I'll just stand there and be like, yeah, you guys sound like this band or you guys are trying way too hard to be Metallica. You know? Right. What I mean? Right. I've got a I've got a picture of my brother. My, I've been going through my photos because I've got to do a lot of promotion. And the guys from the record label say, well, you've got a, such a history. You should go back and find some photos that nobody's seen before. So here's a picture of me and James Hetfield. <laughs> and here's another picture of myself, my brother, and Lars Ulrich. Uh, I'll be oh, I'll be wow. posting those on my social media. I'm excited for that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, here's here's a life changer. And uh, I, for years, you know, I've been in the business, and I'm such a music fanatic. I wrote a lot of songs for Blue Oyster Cult. A couple of them were singles. Uh, they didn't hit as big as Donald, Donald uh, Buck Dharma's singles, which was The Reaper and Burner For You. But, you know, I did a lot of what I thought was quality writing for Blue Oyster Cult. So I put out this song in 1970. We put out the song in 1973. It wasn't a single. It was just an album cut. So 28 years later, Metallica covers my song, which is Astronomy, and it was sold 5 million CDs. (laughs) How good is that? No, I, I co-wrote this song, Astronomy. It was a, a lot of the fans like it a lot. And uh, Metallica was doing an album of their favorite covers. And uh, so my song uh, that I co-wrote with my brother and our manager, Sandy, uh, got chosen to be on a Metallica record. I just completely flipped out. Yeah, because I mean, it's a very I, I different mean, genre. It changed my life. It changed my life, you know. The 90s, this was 1997. The 90s were not great to Blue Oyster Cult. I had left the band. I was, you know, playing in, like I said, five different bands. I had a private teaching business for a while. Um, You know, I was doing a lot of different things. I got my master's degree in 
at the university and studying classical music and all of that stuff. But uh, once uh, Metallica covered the song, I said, "Holy mackerel! I should I got to get back and be a songwriter because that's really where my strength lies," you know. So right, you know. That's so yeah. that's so incredible. I love that. Yeah, I mean, talk like I said, it was if if anybody gets, I don't know if anybody has that opportunity these days. I mean, Metallica is good enough to write their own songs, you know. Right. But, uh, you know, I guess you could get uh, covered by a song like uh, by a band like Ghost or uh, who else. Who else? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like Ghost. That's that's Ghost. probably the biggest band that's like recent um, that has kind of hit it, like gone from like a club band to stadiums. Yeah, that's well, like, oh, in, in wow. Sweden, they they think that uh, that Ghost is just a pale imitation of Blue Oyster Cult, but I, they're they're pretty good, you know. And uh, and I would be glad if they would cover one of my songs. <laughs> yeah, that would be very uh, but, you know, interesting. It's a once in a lifetime. On. It's a once in a lifetime. It doesn't happen again, you know. So you just plow on and and try to do the best work you can, and and uh, and I'm still having a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That that's that's the name of the game, right? That's why we're yep. we're all doing this. You do the yep. music, and I yep. do the weird like PR photography yep. thing. We all do yeah. it because we love it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely it, the reason it's still for it. Ex, it's still extremely exciting, you know. I go to an Alice Cooper show, you know, because I've known Alice for forever, you know. And uh, it's like, wow, this is still great. And yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Alice still puts on an incredible show, and it, it never ceases to amaze me how insane his show is live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, mean, I imagine he's going crazy not touring, you know. Well, he, he has to stay a lot. Yeah. He tours a lot, and it's, yeah. yeah, I definitely, I think Ryan actually put up something on his Instagram, it was like these two dudes, like, half out of their chairs, and he's like me and uh, Tommy waiting to go back on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I And they are ready, they are more yeah. than ready to go out on tour. Yeah, oh, well. sure. I, 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 I don't mind, I've, I've been stuck here at home for I don't know how many months since, uh, well, we went into New York in February. We felt like this is a little weird, you know. Then March came down. We were locked down March, April, May, and it's now June. But I've, I've sort of grown accustomed to it, you know, accustomed to the masks. I wear gloves. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, no, know. I totally get that. Yeah, that's I, you know, I've been I, off the road. I think I've gotten over the 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 the, the, uh, the sort of the worst of it, you know, and I'm, I'm prepared for the long run, and and this gives me a lot of time to like work on new new songs. Uh, my archive of photos is is really I, just even yesterday I found some photos that just knocked me out, you know, from 
decades and decades ago. It's a lot of a lot of great stuff. I'm thinking I'm going to put out a book. You know, I could That'd just do incredible. a I could just do a photo book. You know, and a timeline. It would be. Uh, and I've already sort of imagined what the 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 uh, chapters are going to be like. You know. So yeah, maybe maybe I'll write that book that I was putting off. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was incredible. I know there's a lot of um, photographers from like the 70s and 80s that have put yeah. out books um, yeah. with different photos. There's other musicians that have done that, so that would be incredible. I'm sure everyone would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Martin Popoff, just put out a big photo book of Blue Oyster Cult, which is which is very good and. Uh, so, you know, it, Blue Oyster Cult really wasn't written about a lot. People say they're going to write a book and they don't, you know, because yeah. it's hard writing, you know. Dennis Dunaway wrote a really nice biography uh, about his life with the Alice Cooper band. And uh, it, it's great. It's out. Of, it's actually uh, sold out the first, the first pressing, so I think you're going to the next pressing. So, oh wow, that's incredible! Yeah, it sold out the first pressing of the book, and we spent oh I don't know two three years promoting his book, doing different shows, and we did bookstores, we did acoustic shows in bookstores, we did uh, all kinds of things, and he got Alice to sing on one of the Blue Coop albums. How how does that happen? Well, <laughs> I had finished the song. There's a song called uh, Hollow's Grave. Very Alice Cooper-ish type of song. So I'd finished the song, sang it, sounded good, you know, ready to go to the mastering. And Dennis says, wait a minute, Alice wants to sing it. I said, what? I said, that's fine with me. <laughs> so that's on the insane. second Blue Coop album, we had a, a lots of special guests. Buck Darwin for Blue Oyster Cults on it. Uh, but Alice sings the the single called Hollow's Grave, so and it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Putting That's it incredible. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had a very incredible career that doesn't seem yeah. to be stopping anytime soon. <laughs> no, no, got way too much to do, you know. Um, yeah, you seem like you got a I'm lot not more to, ahead of you. To 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 sit out on the rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> Sit out on the porch and uh, yeah, get all the kids to get off your lawn. Get myself a case of beer and just sit there. No, that's not me. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for talking with me. This was so well, great so talking to you too. Such a great, such a great interview. Let's and just hope that we can uh, meet at a show sometime. I would and, absolutely love and, that. That uh, would be incredible. Yeah. All right, great talking thank to you, you too. So Good luck thank with you your so podcast. Much. Till we Thank meet again. So yeah. Yes, for sure. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.